Hello, small group leaders. Welcome to the Small Group Leaders Podcast for week three of the series, As It Is in Heaven. I can't believe that we are already beginning the third week of this series. I hope and pray that your groups are going well and would love to hear some feedback on how things are going. If you have some time, send me an email to let me know. Before we get into this week's study guide, I wanted to talk a little about the second half of our fall 2019 small groups semester. As you know, this current series is only four weeks long, and the last sermon in the series will be next Sunday, October 6th. We will have a guest speaker that day, Tim Enlow, and you don't want to miss that. Tim will be ministering at our morning services as well as at a special service at 6 p.m. that Sunday. The following Sunday, October 13th, is, of course, Service for Service. I hope that everyone in your groups will be taking part in one of the many projects that day, as a group or individually, as we look to be the heart, the hands, and the feet of Jesus in our communities. If your group is planning to serve together, please be sure to complete the online sign-up form that I emailed a link to last week. More about Service for Service in a bit. The week following Service for Service, Sunday, October 20th, is Group Sunday. Our focus that day will be on the importance of groups and getting as many people in groups as possible. The second half of the fall semester, fall small groups semester, begins on October 27th. For this part of the semester, each of you as group leaders will have the opportunity to select a study from a list of eight approved studies on Right Now Media. The studies all have accompanying videos and all have downloadable resources such as leaders' guides, study guides, or handouts. The study, studies range in length from four to six weeks. This ensures that the semester will end in late November to early December. The eight studies have been added to the Evangel Church Library and Right Now Media to make it easier for you to find them. I have provided a link in this week's email that will bring you directly to that page after you log into Right Now Media. Over the next week, take a look at the studies that are on that list. The included studies are Psalm 23, The Book of Galatians, Unstuck, Thriving in Babylon, Whisper, Paul the Apostle, Why Jesus, and Greater Than. Each of the studies includes a trailer that will give you a quick idea of what the study is about. Take some time to go through these and discuss them with your groups. Then by Sunday, October 6th, let me know which study you are going to use. If you have any questions regarding the studies or need help with Right Now Media, please let me know. Let's dive into this week's study guide. The study begins with sermon reflection. In last week's sermon, Pastor Chris focused on the importance of aligning our wills with God's will. This week, he focuses on the next step necessary if we want to see God's kingdom come and his will be done, aligning our hearts with God's heart. 
As you begin your group time this week, ask your group to share what stood out to them in this week's sermon and how they will apply it in their lives. After spending some time reflecting on the sermon, move into the discussion questions. There are four sets of questions in this section of the guide. The first connects one of the scripture passages that Pastor Chris focuses on this week with service for service. That passage is Matthew 9, verses 35 to 38. Have someone in the group read this passage. In this passage, we read, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his field. So Jesus tells his disciples that the harvest is great, but the workers are few. He instructs them to pray that God would send more workers into his fields. Tell your group that as the passage is read, they should think about service for service. Then after reading the passage, have the group share about their expectations for that day. Then spend some time praying for service for service as a group. Pray for the projects that you will be joining in as a group or as individuals. Pray for the specific areas that you will be serving in, specifically that God's kingdom will come and that the will of God will be done in those areas as it is in heaven. Finally, pray that as we, as a church body, go out into the towns and communities in which we will serve, that like Jesus, we will each be moved to compassion for the people we encounter and that we will reflect the heart of Jesus in those towns and communities. Now, this is an important part of this week's study, so be sure to give it sufficient time. You can cover this first and see what time you have left to do some or all of the remaining questions, or you can do it last, making sure to allow a sufficient amount of time at the end of your group time to do so. The next set of questions is based on the parable of the Good Samaritan found in Luke chapter 10, verses 30 to 37. Have someone read that parable. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, when the despised Samaritan came upon the Jewish man who had been beaten and left for dead by robbers, he felt compassion for the man. This is quite remarkable because in those days, the Jews and the Samaritans really hated each other. So to hear that a Samaritan man would stop and help a Jew would have been shocking for those who Jesus was telling this story to. For us today, the important part of this story is found in Luke chapter 10, verse 37. Jesus asked the expert in the law which one of the men in the parable was a neighbor to the man attacked by robbers. In verse 37, we read, The man replied, The one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, Yes, now go and do the same. Jesus is telling us that we need to be like the Samaritan. 
When we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, our first step is to follow him. We need to be all in. We need to strive to become more like him. And one thing that is absolutely necessary in order for us to become more like Jesus is to have a heart of compassion. Have your group share about this. What does it mean to have a heart of compassion? The Greek word that is used to say that the Samaritan had compassion in Luke 10.33 is the same as the word used in Matthew 9.36, which says that Jesus had compassion on the crowds that he encountered. That word suggests strong emotion, and it means to feel deep sympathy. That is the compassion that Jesus wants us to have. We need to reflect his heart, a heart that had such deep compassion and love for mankind that he gave his life for us. And we need to have that heart of compassion, not just for those who we love and who love us, but those who hate us, those who we find it difficult, if not impossible, to love. The next question here says that, like the Samaritan, we must have compassion even on those who hate us. Why might we sometimes have difficulty in doing this? This question is, of course, personal reflection, and some may have difficulty or be hesitant in answering it. It requires a level of vulnerability to share about why you have difficulty in having compassion on those who hate you. If the question meets with silence, as group leader, consider stepping up to model vulnerability for the group by answering first. For the next set of questions, have someone read Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26. In the New Living Translation, that verse reads, And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. It's God's desire for each of us to be men and women after his own heart in order for us to truly have his heart and to truly have his capacity to love people, God needs to replace our human hearts, hearts that are stony and stubborn, with a heart like his that is tender and responsive. And then we need to make ourselves available to him in order for him to give us his capacity to love. The question here is, what can we do in order to make ourselves available to God and receive his heart of compassion for others and his capacity to love? I think that for me, making myself avail available to God starts with spending time in his presence, reading his word in order to get to know him better, and talking and listening to him. Then it means being ready and willing to step into his will being available to do what I hear him asking me to do. The last set of questions is based on the words of Jesus following his encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. Have someone read John chapter 4, verses 31 to 38. After Jesus' encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well, his disciples return with food for him. 
As they try to get Jesus to eat something, Jesus tells them that his food, his nourishment, comes from doing the will of God. Jesus then goes on to say that the fields are ripe for harvest. As we look around the world today, we can see that the season of harvest is now. And as followers of Jesus, we need to be ready to step into this. Ask your group, are you ready to step into the fields in this season of harvest? What steps can you take in order to do so? Make sure that if someone shares that they're not ready to step into the fields in this season of harvest, there is no negative criticism offered. Encourage anyone who doesn't feel ready and pray with them as they seek to have the strength and the courage to do what God's will is for them. Well, that's it for this week's study guide. Remember to spend a good amount of time on the sharing and prayer for service for service. That was in the first set of questions. And as always, be sure to pray for each other. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for showing us your heart of compassion. As each of us strives to become more like Jesus as we follow him as Lord and Savior, help us to have his heart of compassion for those who we encounter in our lives. Lord, I pray for each of these leaders that they can model that heart to their groups. I pray for their groups that they can show that heart of compassion for each other. And I pray for our entire church body that as we go out into our community on October 13th, we will have compassion on those whom we will serve and that through us, those people will see the heart of Jesus. I pray your blessings on each of these leaders and on their groups as they come together again this week. I pray for all of this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you lead this week. Have a great time in groups.